Well, good afternoon, good evening, and good morning to everyone across the globe. I am Lisa Gunshore, host of Buddhist Biohacker, and this is Buddhist Biohacker Season 3. Well, hello everyone and welcome in and welcome back. It is season three, episode number 236 of this biohacker. I know, and we are here with, ah, it's like Soul Sister Day. Victoria Jane, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me and great intro, by the way. Thank you. You know what's funny about the intro is, and, and actually all of this is fascinating. I went to Disney World in Florida, I think I was 12, and mm. we went to, there was this ride called Body Wars, and I remember having like this massive anxiety attack about this ride feeling like I was going to get hurt. And it was like a simulator, you know, but they had all these warnings on the wall. And we went into this, this simulator and he went into the body. And I think the ride was like getting rid of a splinter. I mean, it was like a weird, but you were inside the body. And when I made this intro with all the DNA spiraling, I thought, you know what, that probably had more of a profound impact on me than I realized, like being able to go inside a body like that um, at that time in my life. And that's exactly how I want to feel. And that's exactly how I feel, you know, is like, we're kind of like traveling inside of ourselves, which is cool. So that's my, my interesting insight that came up making my new intro. <laughs> yeah, I think someone is calling me. One sec. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, so everybody, when, some, when my phone is called, my laptop answers it and I don't know how that happens. Yes, I, mine does the same thing. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And hi to everybody. So if, at, there's lots of you guys joining in the live. Please share, ask questions throughout, of course. Um, for those of you that are here in the live, I see Karen is here and she is one of our YouTube channel members. So she's using awareness, one of our comments, which doesn't look so cool in StreamYard, but it looks cool um, everywhere else. And Tracy is here. Hello. Um, let us know how you're doing, how you're getting ready for eclipse season. And Victoria, it's been a while since you've been on the show. So I think it would be great, like, just to start with my favorite question, which is, who are you today? 
What are you up to? I know we're going to get into all sorts of stuff, but let's start there. Cool. I'm Victoria Jane, and today I identify as an Ascension Guide. And I really devote myself to helping people one-on-one and in groups just shift their perspective and their frequency and their hearts to their unique selves. And we can say higher timelines, higher dimensions, uh, depending what angle you look at Ascension from, really. And Ascension is, should we say, an evolutionary shift that the world or the humanity of this world uh, is going through first. And then everything else will, of course, react to that. And there are people all over the world like me who have had the message to be ascension guides or light workers as it's called to just help assist this shift this awakening this perspective this movement um that's happening right now <laughs> i don't know if you can feel it this year but it's happening definitely uh, this year is a huge uh, like we use the we use the word shift a lot. There's always a big shift happening. But um, 2020, 2022 is, you know, is going to be profound, actually. And I think people are feeling it now since the equinox. Now we're actually feeling uh, this new, I think it's going to be as big as 2012. This mm. year. Mm-hmm. Man, I love that. Where were you in 2012, Victoria? What were you doing then? I had my first awakening in 2011, 2011, never say 2011. And um, so I was all, so I found myself um, in this huge, on the day, um, in this amazing cathedral. And it was a conference about 2012 and ancient civilizations and how we got to here. And so I was exactly in the right space. It was, I, I don't have any regrets of where I was. Um, in that moment and I'd only really known about it for a few years before Mm. and there had been people there who studied this their whole life and they were so scared because they'd been like leading up to it (laughs) and they were like oh my god what's gonna happen um and then of course you know we all knew that it was was this shift but for a long time lots of people weren't too sure what it was they didn't know if they were actually going to ascend out of the body and actually out of this reality but we now know it's um, a bit more complex than that. <laughs> yeah, we. I always say we're not going to check out of the hotel that easy. Like we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people might think that'd be nice, but it's not. I don't think. I think the point is to actually bring that ascension and that frequency into the body, into the earth, versus heading out on a frequency, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if we um, look at theurgic practices, should we say, or like channeling practices, like the spirit wants to descend and feel human life, feel mortality. It wants to feel mortality and it wants to feel the senses and the textures of this world. And and we want to go up and really this is the union. And so we do have to make sure we're here, we're grounded so the energy can come and experience um, what life is like here. Otherwise... They don't know, you know, um, I don't know where I read this. I think it's from someone called uh, Gregory Shaw. And um, 
basically the spirits or the higher dimensional beings but not even the beings just the energy itself wants to come down and wants to experience mortality and the emotions and everything and if we dissociate from it and try and rise above it then we're not really fulfilling the destiny of that higher spirit Mm -hmm. so grounding isn't just about being safe and being here it's also facilitating you know the dharma of um higher beings and higher dimensions Mm. Beautiful. That's beautifully said. Mm. And uh, yeah, 2012 for me, I, um, it was just after like my first bout of health issues. So I had just healed from parasites and candida and food Mm. allergies. And so 2012 was this moment of like really stepping into this like whole new lifestyle this whole new way of living. And so I feel like that was the beginning of shedding like a lot of stuff, not just weight, but like a lot of stuff. So it was absolutely a transformative time. And I even moved, I remember I moved from Denver, Colorado to Boulder, Colorado. So I kind of went into the the beast that is Boulder Mm -hmm. and just really was changing my lifestyle. I went to school at Naropa at that time. So I was really like shifting into that Buddhist energy and really deepening my practice during that time. So it's kind of interesting to think back. Um, And speaking of thinking back, so your topic is very intriguing to me and I've been dying to talk to you. As you know, we've talked about that backstage, but I feel so there was a profound shift during eclipse season in November. And it wasn't just me. It was many, 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 many of my colleagues. And what happened was it seemed like there was this profound shift of how I'm serving humanity is not supporting change. Wow. And, and moving from victim savior into empowerment and coach. This is really, and it, it's a really big shift for me. It was recognizing that giving information or, or sharing as much as I, you know, we love our gifts, right? Our psychic gifts and our ability to channel and all these things. And what came through for me in particular was it's time to teach others to access their own gifts and, and to really operate in the empowerment dynamic versus the drama triangle. And it wasn't just me. It seems like it's everyone. It was like this big shift. So here we are talking about you coming on and you like send over what you want to talk about this concept, this paradigm shift of moving from light worker to lighthouse. And I was like, um, yeah, so it seems like a group of us on the planet And I hate to say up level because it's really not like it's better or higher or something, but it's like we all shifted into this different space where it's no longer acceptable to hold space the way we were. We have to change. And so I've been dying to talk to you because here we are in the eclipse season and everything astrologers are saying is this eclipse season is the bookend to the November eclipse season. So what started then, ooh, and I'm getting just massive goosebumps. What started then is now completing. And I think, wow, we all went through this process. And now in this bookend, we're all stepping out into the public eye, sharing what's landed for us. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I'll go back. Remind me of November when okay. I if I forget. So um, 
But I'm going to go back to 2012 because you mentioned it was like a shedding, right? Mm -hmm. Suddenly 2012 came and we knew we had to just release the old world. It was time just to let it go. And really this was um, the tone that we set in 2012 to actually just surrender and release and assess our resistance to releasing the three-dimensional kind of uh frequency and, and mannerisms and habits and and dimension and experience kind of the journey of the release and of the awakening of where actually am i and so it's been a little bit tough <laughs> 2012 2022 it's been you know it's been it's been it's revisiting trauma and releasing it for so many uh, if not everyone who I've ever met who's on this journey, that is what um, the main tone. Yes, we were opening up spiritually and light language was coming through, but really the main focus was this releasing of the old world. And now 2022 is coming. I'm from my spirit guides having the message that, okay, this is a new tone now. This is you're setting the tone for a new decade, 2022 to 2032. And according to many spiritual teachers, including one of my teachers, Diana Cooper, she says it's all going off in 2032. So that really makes sense, actually, that my guides are uh, speaking of this decade starting around 2012, 2022, 2032. Mm -hmm. And 2022 is instead of releasing the old, we're actually now heading towards, you know, the new earth. We can see it. And for most of us who are now on this bridge, it's like a different bridge, we are going to be, should we say, the lighthouses for the new earth. We are kind of on the edge of the new earth, you know, like a lighthouse. We're just stepping on. We're just letting it, our feet feel into the different laws in this reality, the different abilities here. It's all very new. But we still have to, because we are still, should we say, light workers. But now it's our, should we say, uh, destiny or our new role to just shine that light and just let people know, you know, there's a new earth here. And, and this changes everything of how we work with manifestation, of how we work with synchronicity, connection, everything is changing for how we approach ascension now, I think. I think it's it's a, such a huge shift that what we are saying about ascension now will probably be very different in five years from now. Um, so I feel we're moving out of ascension symptoms. So a lot of uh, my clients, it's all about ascension symptoms and feeling into um, how to release, how to heal and how to just, um, live with the symptoms as well and now it's going to get a little bit more fun uh, finally and we're moving into ascension abilities so now it's all about oh i'm i'm hearing things and i'm i'm moving in a different way and and i have this knowing and you know it depends where people are on their path like people who were very very open and already work should we say the stargates and um 
travel and and you know they're going to be god knows where they're going to be going i don't know but um uh for for most of us with our psychic abilities are going to be fine-tuned and turned right up and so we're going to have to really understand now the practices that we learned from 2012 to 2022 we're really going to have to harness what we already know but in from a new direction rather than meditating to release or doing healing to release or doing frequency upkeep so we not have a low vibration it's going to be we're coming from a space of inspiration now rather than resistance and this change in intention is just going to create basically a new set of laws and a new it's a new dimension basically and and it's it's a space of going forward and this makes sense because um there's so many richards that uh i read richard horson who has the um frequency grid Uh, sorry i don't know either (laughs) <laughs> there are so many different Richards. Um, there so, are. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm terrible names as well. So um, with the, with the uh, emotions, the grids, we have like shame. I'm not going to do this in the right order, but like shame, fear, guilt. Uh, I think there's desire. And then we get to the middle part, which is courage. So this is where we have willpower. And um, I always say willpower is a holy grail of ascension because this is where we shift to the new um, frequencies. So, so then we probably have um i don't know if excitement is a good one but we would have like joy peace love gratitude enlightenment something like this mm-hmm. and so these frequencies it's very much about going towards something right rather than us getting away from shame and trying to get away from guilt we're actually can see um the new earth we are the lighthouses of the new earth and people are going to start coming to us um, rather than us going to them, like, how can I help you? Gosh, you're in so much pain. Our empath is drawn to them. And we're actually, we're going to, like you say, we're going to come into this new state of power and sovereignty and be so boundaried. And people will just come to us. And it will be very easy, I think, once we understand how to work with frequency. So I call, um, so I did write, go back to November. In November, I was writing my dissertation on lighthouse frequency, on the technique that I created for my master's degree, for my major and my master's degree, which was based on my experience with all of my clients and my own experience um, as well. And I channeled lighthouse. I don't know if you remember, Lisa, uh, in March twenty-one, uh, <laughs> and. Um, So it's interesting that you say this because now I'm creating, um, as you know, this live program, which comes out in May, which is a three week um, live intensive course called Lighthouse Frequency and the Ascension Code. And and so it does feel like then the beginning was me finishing my dissertation. thinking of where because when you said November I was like where was I in November and I kind of had a flashback of oh yeah I was like on the floor crying about my dissertation (laughs) and then and now I'm like oh wow and now I'm coming into oh yes there is a beautiful landing page my amazing team did for me 
Yes. And the link is in the show notes. So for everybody who's interested in being a part of this, we'll, we'll share it again before the end, but I just wanted to take a moment to share that here. So. Amazing. And I, that is a brilliant lighthouse um, example, actually, uh, in regards to that landing page you just showed, but I'll give that example in a second. So the technique that I drew from my clients, um, Mm, okay, let's go back. Let's go way back <laughs> to when humans first became conscious and first had free will. So around the time when free will was kind of understood and decision making and virtue was starting to really come into uh, the tribes and the communities, there were these mystical people in every tribe and every community who we now call diviners and today diviners are astrologers tarot readers psychics um what else is a diviner oracle cards channelers and um all of these people are here to help people make decisions from a space that is well we're meant to help people connect to their natural unique path and we get confused what is that and every diviner knows i'm a diviner you're a diviner people will come to us for advice and with questions and every diviner knows okay i'm gonna get either all of these three or at least one of these topics and these topics are life path or career with dharma love or health we're always going to get those three those three ones yeah and so you're just waiting for the famous three to come and and so when i first started working this way i did get all of these three and you know would help people with their career with um relationships and health i'm not a medical um intuitive but i would send people who i thought they should go to and as i developed as a ascension guide who came to me were people who were also evolving and ascending and these three topics started to change and so there were still three topics but now people were asking about how can i assist my ascension process and how can i fully um connect to a higher state and instead of it being like love career and health what was coming through was meditation psychic processing and frequency upkeep Mm. and i ended up calling this lighthouse frequency so light is the meditation this is zen you know all about this this is the Tao. this is this practice that really i'm going to say it is probably the most important one if you really if you only do that you'll be fine uh, and this is the one that lots of us don't want to do <laughs> fly with the angels but this is the one this is the foundation of it all this is connecting to oneness this is meditation this is presence this is mindfulness this is that zero point focus this is it that is where we want to be and really just having a practice doesn't have to be a daily practice but you need to kind of know that space within yourself 
um, if you if if you want to work in this way, of course you don't need to, but if you like to work with ascension and processing and connecting to your higher abilities, this is the foundation of it all, and this is the foundation of manifestation, you know, abundance, uh, at the actual three: love and health, and your your unique blueprint, which is you know your life path. And so light is meditation. So I do make sure people know this isn't imagining light. This is presence and then we become the light. So this is a little bit different than using visualization. So this is, and then we find that connection. So this is oneness. And then house is the light is now housed in our own fractalized unique blueprint of the one so we've got one that is now housed in us and it's housed in our body but it's housed in the psyche and the original word for psyche is spirit is soul and so this is our unique soul which is kind of housed and so this is where we start understanding boundaries and differences and unique blueprints and different perspectives and of course within this house we have ancestors we have past lives we have our astrology frequency and all the different um flavors and of frequency a cocktail should we say a frequency within this house and so i call this housekeeping and this can go deep this can go very deep so within housekeeping this is the shadow work this is the healing this is um therapy and what I bring into the housework or housekeeping is parts work. And specifically, it's another Richard. Richard Schwartz is a technique called internal family system. Now, I think this is fantastic. And, and this is brilliant if you want to channel as well. Um, because he recognized that um, we have basically everyone has multiple personalities. And because we have fragments within the divine fractal that we are. And so I call this having a house meeting. And so in order for us to become whole again, we're going to have to have these house meetings and, and or have psychic processing. And you're processing these different parts and there's a dialogue and hopefully then resolve. And when there's resolve, this new kind of whole unified connection happens. And then we connect more to this self. And so this, this is, the foundation of um, this technique is in uh, Jungian psychology. And so I am, I do look at the, uh, his map of the psyche and connection to the self or Christ. So this is really when we have um, oneness and then we have the self. And this is lighthouse frequency. So this is also um, aligned with the uh, teaching of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, should we say. So we have oneness, self, frequency, we have Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So it is the divine trinity kind of retort in this kind of new age way that, um, that we like uh, to explore. And so frequency, this is the fun stuff. And so we've connected to the one, we've done the work, the housework, we've cleaned the house, we've decorated the house, we've done the feng shui, everything is good. 
now it's time and now you're so centered you're connected to the self you're connected to oneness and now when you say i now open myself to receive what is meant for me bang sure because we're not dissociated we're not um manipulated should we say we're in homeostasis we, we, we're connected to ourselves and then we can work with spirit and then we can work with magic so frequency is the magic is the play it's the light language it's the the affirmations the prayer practices and if we want then the abilities and the telepath telepathy and you know we could keep going um, into the 12 dimensional laws of different types of magic and abilities that you can explore in this grounded, pure, sovereign way, which um, I'm being told is very important now because it's going to get real. It's going to get very, very real. You know, we're going to be doing things that we thought weren't actually possible. Maybe we spoke about it, like, wouldn't that be cool? And I was like, okay, I'm actually levitating now. Maybe I should start meditating in case I fly off and um it's basically a container lighthouse frequency is a reminder of okay am I doing these three and and to keep it going oh, I haven't done much housework lately maybe I should go back and do a bit of journaling and connecting in that way I haven't done any meditation let's go back but if you've got like a nice balance or you know okay it's time to focus more, should we say, on some frequency upkeep to raise my vibration, then you just have a solid, um, grounded understanding of, okay, as long as I'm doing these three, then I can focus on the actual three, love, career, health, whilst you're still keeping your frequency in that lighthouse frequency. People come to you because you're shining all the light and, and then you can do the light work and you can be on your path and you are so aligned that things just happen. You don't even need to manifest. You wouldn't need to, I think that's where we're heading. I don't think we're heading to, yeah, we can now manifest anything. It's just that everything's just coming to you wouldn't even have to um think oh this is what I want and maybe I should do a vision board and <laughs> it's just very um it, it's flow moving really into this flow state now and boy when we're really in that one this connection flow is just like don't know what the word is, but it's it's like this. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and and things are gonna get really if we really surrender to this and if we do do the work, do do the housework, then um, you know, life is gonna be fantastic. Mm. There's so much I want to say about all of this. I'm loving this. And also I want to get to the comments really quick. So Katie, welcome in. She's saying light worker to lighthouse. That is gorgeous imagery. And Denise, we love Denise. She's our indigo frequency expert. She said, so happy to hear you two are talking from shifting from one-on-one -on -one into ma uh, massive leadership. And she also says big, big lighthouse energy. Um, hello to Lorian. Hello to Angela and Robert. And uh, yes, Ascension Abilities. And I'm going to use that comment to remind myself at the beginning of, of you sharing all of this. I think going back to this change and how we're doing our work and everything you just shared, and you talk about going from symptoms 
two abilities. And I think that lines up really beautifully with moving from victim to sacred creator Mm -hmm. um, because we're no longer like, oh, I mean, the Ascension symptom posts are amazing because it's always like, oh, fatigue and oh, headache and oh, these things. And we're identifying with these symptoms rather than identifying with the abilities. So I think what you're sharing is so profound because if we start identifying with the abilities that are opening up from ascending, like instead of, oh, I had a migraine, what was going on with the frequency? Instead, you know, sharing, wow, like I had this really powerful lucid dream last night or my energy shifted and I really could feel that telepathic connection today or whatever that is. I think, you know, what we identify with that ego, right? Whatever the ego is identifying with, it's important to identify with those abilities that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And this is why I feel parts work or internal family system is so important because I call it being the master of the house. And so as long as we know and the parts know that I'm the master of the house, or I say mother of the house sometimes, um, then I'm witnessing their ascension symptoms. So maybe it is happening. Maybe there is a process happening that does have to be witnessed, but I'm witnessing it and I'm supporting it and I'm there, I'm the master, I'm the mother, right? Rather than I'm channeling the part that's freaking out, that's like, oh, I'm having an ascension symptom and I don't know what's happening. I'm putting that to the side. I'm coming into my power. I'm connected to source and I'm resolving it for them. And so this is, there's still going to be the symptoms, but we're we're now from that, we're, we're in that sovereign, we're in that power continuously. And so I think a big initiation of 2022 is finally stepping up. And lots of us are not going, well, don't want to do that because we don't want to be blamed for stuff. This is a big trauma from childhood. You did it. No, you did it. You, know, you did it. So we've learned that responsibility is bad. And so it's so this is another part that we're going to have to talk to and process and say it's safe to have responsibility. You know, we're going to take it slow. And there's the internal dialogue, um, you know, a therapy and, and things like this, I think, are perfect for where we're heading. And it also helps us understand how to talk to spirits as well once we can start to figure out how to master this. Then you can talk to those upstairs as well. You know, it's, it's a technique that works on multidimensional levels. I say I have multidimensional personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that raises the question, like, what, how has this changed your, your channel? You and I are both trans channels and I can share, you know, my own experience, which is I've, I've kind of put that down, um, in that what you're sharing very specifically is I can receive the information and understand the different beings I'm working with without having to, to allow them, like you said, to kind of come into that state. And, and so that's, where I'm at with it. I, I, you know, I'm exploring what that means. And so I'm curious if that's changed what you do as a channel and and how that's changed. So do you mean that you having more boundaries with spirit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I originally wrote Lighthouse Frequency for channeling. This was the original um, thesis. And the 
image of being a house I found is fantastic for my boundaries with spirit because I because that I have to invite them into the house mm. and then I have to invite them into the master bedroom which is somatic takeover when they come through so using um the analogy and the image of a house has really really worked for me and also at the end I'll go oh, I close all doors or windows to my house like lock shut and using um imagery and metaphor it also goes through the conscious into the subconscious mind and then into the etheric and so um it really does work for me and I've tried it with uh, a lot of my clients and it's, it is working for them it is for channeling it's a working process so I wouldn't pro- I wouldn't teach that properly yet and I am talking to some internal family system experts before um I would teach that uh, properly but um yeah I find that this is part of the training for ascension because it's going to get way more there's going to be so many more beings knocking at our door and we're going to have to have such discernment of yes no not now maybe later Mm -hmm. you know you probably know when you go into um a party environment suddenly i have to i forget and then i remember and i have to say to all the spirits going oh look i have to go nope no 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 no. all doors are closed i'm sorry i'm not talking to whoever you want me to talk to sure Mm -hmm. i use light language as well so yeah well, that's fascinating because we haven't talked about this. I don't I don't think we've ever talked about this, but another Richard, by the way, Richard Webster, um, you know, he has some great books, including Angels, Guides, and mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. that one's called. Anyways, um, I'm talking 2005, probably. Um, I read that book and a few of his other books and went through this hypnosis process with myself um, to go to my spiritual house. And in fact, it's a staple of what I teach is going to your spiritual house to meet your spirit guides. So what you're sharing Mm -hmm. is so aligned and beautiful and profound because that is exactly, I go into this spiritual house. It's always the same. It's this very bizarre, modern looking building on a beach. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But there is, you're right. Like I I hadn't thought about it until you're saying it right now. Like there is something about the house being that container um, to be able to go in and kind of meet with your, your team and connect with them. And um, different rooms for me are different beings that are even part of that particular space. Um, And so that's very interesting. I love this. We've got some questions up here. So over the last few years, this is Karen. Hi, Karen. I have had very few symptoms. Shall I be more aware of what solid energies are coming in for me and work with them? What are your thoughts on that, Victoria? Uh, What do you mean by solid energies? Do you know what that means? Yeah, maybe elaborate, Karen, for us, because I'm not sure what you mean either. I I think, I think, Perhaps this is speaking more to the abilities piece, Karen, if you're not having a lot of symptoms. I think the whole point is to move away from that and move into the abilities piece, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Mm. Well, it's definitely, if if you're having less ascension symptoms, great. You know, definitely don't go looking for them. But I'm definitely not saying there's not going to be any. It's just that we're going to, they're just going to be something here and we're going to be kind of working on a different level now. Um, 
but if you now have the ability i believe because of where we are and you know you're watching this video it's all synchronicity that if you now want to choose to want to initiate yourself into now connecting to energy connecting to beings connecting to having a um, telepathic relationship with um your spirit team your soul family it's all there now if you want to it depends on people's path it may be your path to say yes rather than for it just to happen like it does for some of us um it may be uh, about boundaries and for a lot of us it is in regards to 2012 2022 boundaries are huge we learned gosh i didn't really have any boundaries i didn't even know what it was and this has been kind of training for you know um boundaries with spirit because that's the that's going to be the next thing psychic um boundaries is going to be huge i think uh in a few years yeah i love it well let's talk more about i'm i want to talk more about the housekeeping piece um we all love shadow work in here and i think shadow work is not even the term right it's it that's kind of an old term at this point i think it's about you know, I'm a big Carl Jung fan, so it's about really understanding what our neuroses and our different, those different personalities are showing us and inviting us to see. And so, you know, let's dive into that a little more and tell me a little bit more about, you know, what, what you're teaching with the housekeeping and what you want to, just whatever you want to share about it. Mm. So right now I feel really guided just to tell people about parts work, and specifically the internal family system technique. This is where I want to start um, when I speak about the house. In this house, there is a family and there are different parts that you're going to have to talk to and have a communication with. Uh, in Jungian um, psychology, this is, it's called complexes and now we call them parts or, or um, beings. But basically what's happened is they've been fragmented from our individual fractal of source and basically um so in a way we are their god because they are more dissociated from god than we are and so we need to think and so this is a huge responsibility we're going to have to be the one that's kind of helping them see their reality and and these these beings are stuck in a timeline and want to get out of it like we are in ascension we're trying to get out of attention into a higher timeline consciously and now we're helping our internal beings you know the micro of the macro do the same and the wonderful thing about this is it helps us realize the mini universe within ourselves so then we understand the spirits who are trying to help us and so we're more dissociated from source than an angel and it keeps going and keeps going keeps going and so we now are like the higher selves of these beings this is why it's part of the ascension path, because now we have this responsibility for all these other beings like our higher selves have with us and like the angels have or the galactics and so forth. Um, and so it is shadow work because we do go into the subconscious, the unconscious, which in Jungian terms is he called the shadow. Um, so 
you know, I don't mind calling it shadow and I, and I like to play with the metaphor of the house. So, you know, we could actually go into a specific room that's locked and dark and kind of go, and then you just see what's in there and this part wants to come out and then you talk to that part and you have an internal dialogue and go from there. But really housework can be anything. So cleaning the house. So this is, this does cross over with frequency work in regards to frequency upkeep. So, you know, cleansing, um you know your fields and 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 doing the meditation so your thoughts are you know are um managed to be saying it's very responsible ascension is a very responsible sovereign powerful place and we don't want it because <laughs> it's hard and we want to stay in the childlike ego because we, we don't because um it feels because for some reason, I think because of the trauma and the blame trauma, we we still can't quite take that leap of faith in ourselves to actually hold the maturity that we have within us. Um, so in regards to housework, I'd start there. But the messages I get from spirit is is deep. You know, it's in with the divine trinity. It's also mind, body, spirit. So the house is the body. So any body work, somatic work, yoga, physical yoga. Obviously, yoga is all. Um, is all under the house pillar, the three pillars. I love this so much. What, um, so you have this three week course that's mm. upcoming that you guys can all get on her waiting list for. Um, what, what are, what can people expect in this three week course? You know, what, what are some of the things you're going to do and how's that going to look? Yes. Well, Keeping in mind, 2022 is the big paradigm shift. So the original, well, Lighthouse was the original, but the original feeling I got about doing the course now was from my guys. They said, on Ascension Day, which is the 26th of May, we want you to channel the Ascension code. And this is going to be through light language. It'll be through sound. It'll be through intention, movement, maybe some dance. And... Then from there, what came through was like, okay, but people need to be prepped energetically, emotionally, mentally for it to actually come in properly. And so this is when, ah, doing the Lighthouse Frequency course to prep everyone's energy for this code. So the course starts on the 8th of May and finishes on the 29th of May. And these are three weeks. And week one is light. And so we do the first week is all about meditation. Um, Zen, I'll bring in a lot of work from Eckhart Tolle. And we will really start to uncover what we already know, but from a new perspective, from going forward. We're doing this to set the tone for the new decade. And in every week, there'll be a live lecture. There'll be um, recorded meditations. There'll be a private group. And we'll be... Uh, doing lots of different exercises together and there'll be like a mini mission in each week as well but also in each week there is going to be a light language activation so every thursday of the week um there'll be an activation and in week one i will be activating the presence code as it's week light and all about presence and then in week two we have house week so it'll be a lot of journaling in house week a lot of uncovering i do want to get um an internal family system expert to a bonus lecture just to talk about that technique as well uh, and I'll be doing a lecture on that too and then we'll have all the exercises and the group and then that Thursday I will bring in the Christ code 
And this is because we've been working with these parts that it's going to uncover what Jung called the self, but he also said that's the Christ. And so I'll be bringing in the Christ code on that Thursday, just as we've kind of opened up, we are, I'll do a meditation. We ask all our parts to soften back. I do this before I channel as well. I quite soften back because some of them hate me channeling. So I have to, and then you're open just to receive that code. And then week frequency is um, the third week. And then I'll do a lecture at the beginning again. We'll do a lot of frequency upkeep exercises and activities. And then that Thursday is Ascension Day. And we'll be bringing in the Ascension Code. And that's just going to be, boom, the uh, paradigm shift moment uh, that my spirit guides were so adamant that um, I did. And it's just been a beautiful journey since this message came through. The synchronicities have just been incredible. And the universe obviously wants this to happen. And even if um, Unit for Guidance on this course, I would definitely say on the 26th of May, do have a moment of setting the tone with your intention for the next decade because, um, you know, this is that your, in, your intention right now is going to be the tone for the, for the next decade. And I feel if we do um, the lighthouse frequency work, our intention mixed with um the energy of the earth right now is just kind of i think it, it you know it will shift us instantly so i'm i wouldn't be surprised if people after the course have a huge amount of change so again only really i really think if you do want to do this program because there probably will be a lot of changes happening over the next few months after and so there will be a support group after um the course as well yeah it just gives me goosebumps, like it, the electricity of it all. I just, oh, and it's so you. I mean, you have such an electric energy to me. Like, I love it so much. And it, it, it almost feels like you're just turning so many people on during this course. I mean, just, yes, turning on everybody's light. And the light on, exactly. We don't yeah. want to be a house without the lights on because then all the creepy crawlies come in. We want the <laughs> on. Yeah. It's okay. so true. And yeah, you know, the, the this decade feels so big. And um, I loved when you, you came out and shared, I think I saw it on your Instagram, but you were sharing about the the 2022 to 2032. And it just made me smile. Cause I was like, that's, I've been, you know, keep, I keep telling my husband, I said, I can retire in 2032, like whatever totally. is happening at 2032, totally. yeah. I can rest. I'll be, I'll be able to rest. I don't think I probably wow. will, but, I'm sure. but, but so it just, you know, I mean, we're all so aligned and we're all in this beautiful space to move forward, it just feels really open and expansive and, you know, moving from, you know, the, this whole idea of a split reality, you know, in two different realities. And what I keep being shown is there's this third space and, and we've kind of jumped over the guardrail and we're, we're making tracks in the dirt. And it's like, that's where we're all going. Is, it has nothing to do with these other two paths. Like mm -hmm. we're all in this whole other space and what you're sharing and what you're teaching feels so much getting everybody, you know, it, it makes me think of the Oregon trail. I'm obsessed with the wild West and the Oregon trail. Right. And I've been to the trail ruts up, up North here in Colorado. There's wagon ruts. 
Right. And that's where we're at. It's like we're in this dirt, but eventually it'll become these ruts, you know, that are deep into the stone because so many of us are going in this new space away from these other options. It's like we don't have to be in those options. You don't have to be 3D or 5D or whatever the heck, like doesn't matter. What matters is that we create a whole new space. And you said it at the beginning of the show, it's a new dimension. And I think, yeah, we're creating our own dimension with our own reality, our own, um, I don't know. I just see like this reaching out into this quantum infinite space. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel as I'm feeling into it now because we're kind of heading into it I do feel the creation process is because I hear a lot oh we're going to be co-creators with source but I'm actually feeling we're going to just be in so much trust that it will just kind of be this flow space and so I think our relationship to what creation is might change I think we will have download still but I think we will wait until reality tells us it's time rather than we have the download I should do this and I should write this book and I should do it as like downloads happened interesting I might write you know I'll flow with it I'll write some stuff but then wait and see what wants to be explored continuously ask everything around you what wants to be explored and because then we know we're not in that, I have to do this, I, 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 you know, that ego, I. And so it's, it's, I think it is, it's the feminine as well. The feminine is rising. It's a very trusting, um, surrendering state. But because we have this maturity and responsibility that's coming, this is the kind of the divine union. Um, that's, I feel, the thing about this paradigm shift is, we don't really know what's going to happen. Like I say, we've only just kind of put our feet on the new earth a little bit. Um, and so it's hard to predict, really. I, I had that as soon as 2020 March happened. <laughs> I couldn't predict anything. I was like, mm -hmm. all the timelines are now just like being thrown up in the air like a pile of cards. They haven't landed yet. And I have no idea what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry to the people that know. <laughs> um, and and I keep experiencing that now. The cards have settled a little bit now. But um, mm -hmm. but the timelines are just like change, 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 change. Yeah. Well, and what timeline the client's on? I mean, that's kind of the thing too, right? Like I, I felt the same way you did. It was like, <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen now. And there's a lot of unexpected, you know, Uranus is creating all this unexpected energy, which I happen to thrive on that. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're giving information, it's difficult. Um, but what I'm noticing now is, like you said, the cards have settled. And yet it's kind of like it depends on what timeline you're on. It depends on what answer you're going to receive and our ability to shift interdimensionally and onto these different timelines like within the moment, it's such a profound reminder that we create our life. And, and when you get a reading or when we're giving information, it's a reminder that we're only reflecting what you in fact are creating. And at any minute, you can change what you're creating. 
And what you said, trust, that's it. You got to trust. We want to trust inside every cell of our being that we can create a reality because I've been there in the last two hours, not trusting, right? Like, oh, it's not going to happen. Or what if it does? Or what if it doesn't? And, and it goes back to those abilities that you brought up. I mean, what you've created is so brilliant and I love it so much. And it's so you, it's like you, the essence of Victoria Jane. Um, and this whole premise of abilities is, do we trust in our ability to create and not asking if something's going to manifest, but instead asking what ability do I have inside myself to create what I want? It's a completely different way of looking at the future. So I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first time ever that we haven't agreed. Yes, I, I feel that the creation process is still going to be here. But instead of saying, how do I have this so I can create this? I think it's going to be way I think it's going to be more trusting like mm -hmm. I think it's going to be even more trusting that that even more I'm just going to wait but it's not mm -hmm. an easy wait so we can yeah. house frequency and then it would and then the downloads will come the your reality will tell you the synchronicities will happen in regards to lighthouse I didn't know how to do this I'm not great with tech and my guide said just do the lighthouse frequency and trust. I wasn't trusting. And then in the end I did, because I just surrendered about two weeks ago, I just said, anything that's not meant for me, leave. And I waited to see what came back. And then this amazing team said, we will help you do lighthouse. And so mm -hmm. I now have a team. It was just me. And just through doing lighthouse. So I didn't even think I need to manifest a team because I have a very uh, closed perspective of what's, what, what is needed for me. Mm -hmm. and so in, instead, we just release everything that's not meant for us, see what comes back, and it's probably going to be a thousand times better than the thing that we wanted to create. So I think it's lifting um, out of I want this, mm -hmm. to I trust that what is meant for me will come. Yeah. If I do have a solid connection, I'm doing the housework. My frequency is high. So there is, so it's not like a lazy, I'm just going to sit on the sofa and wait and trust. You're right, right. You know, it is, it is, this is where the maturity and the responsibility comes in as well. So it's coming, it's that divine dance of the feminine and the masculine. And I think the feminine is the surrender to the divine masculine, to source. Mm -hmm. And then us being the masculine with our own parts being there being responsible or, or the mother of the house depending on how you want to identify and um then then i think real magic can happen from this space but also i do do affirmations but the affirmations are more um you know um this is from someone called uh pilar lesko do you know pilar lesko mm -mm. Oh, she's amazing so she says um i align my will with divine will I want what God wants for me. Mm. And it just takes away everything that we thought we wanted. And we just align our will with divine will and we just see what comes. And it can be quite fun. 
Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, really? I get it with singers, people who don't know their singers. I meet so many singers who don't know their singers. And I say, you know, you're a singer. And they're like, really? And there's no way they would have even comprehended that they were a singer because when they were two, someone said, you can't sing. And it just hit them. And then they couldn't. And mm-hmm. so if we just release that and align our will with divine will and suddenly you just like, <laughs> suddenly this beautiful angelic sound comes through and you're like whoa I'm I'm a singer I'm a songwriter I'm a musician Mm -hmm. no and so I think we're coming out of this co-creation space in a way we are because we're you know we're bringing our own flavor to it but it's I think I think it's going to be a bit more um more like a dance Mm -hmm. Traditional tango is um, improvisation, and, and you just like pulled, and and then yes, the man is leading, but also the woman moves, and he has to lead in a certain way. And so I think it's going to be a bit more of a dance with our higher selves and the higher intelligence. Um, and so the entire intelligence should be like, let's go over here, and then I will go, yeah, but you know, be easy on me. <laughs> I can't go. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be like, okay, and then we'll go over here and I'll go, okay. And then, you know, it's a bit more mm-hmm. flowy, I feel. But again, we're all Well, in. I love that because what you say about surrender, I mean, even saying I have the ability to create tends to be masculine and controlling. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like it really, and it's a great reminder for me because I, I, I have this feminine energy, but I tend to run very masculine and try not to with work and life mm-hmm. and focus and and yeah. stuff. So it's a great teaching what you're sharing. Cause you know, just in reflecting back and what you just said, I mean, it, it's beyond what I'm hearing you say is it's beyond wanting to create or understanding how, or what abilities we have to create. And instead running a frequency that is, is creating and, and okay. being in that surrender space and surrender is probably one of in some things, it's very easy for me to do. And in other things, it's not. And so that's a big word for me today that I'm hearing is the surrender word for sure. So yeah, there's some housework for you. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, yes. Well, this is why the lighthouse, it, the lighthouse isn't just for humans. The lighthouse, you're, you're shining your light to the other timelines that see that you're ready um, to receive uh, that future self you're shining the light if you're if you're a channel to the beings that um maybe want to talk to this being here so you've been the light for the human and you've been the light for the the spirit guide or maybe their past person and then you're the medium and so doing the lighthouse frequency also shines our light to the etheric to our higher selves our soul team source and then beyond um to show i'm ready and then you and then the universe is like really and you're like (laughs) (laughs) i love it and i can't believe time time flies in here for what what time even is these days and um uh, all of you, Victoria's information is in the show notes, but Victoria, do you want to share with everybody how they can find you and, and what you want them to connect in with for the audio and the replay and that kind of stuff? So, 
Yeah, well, you can find me at victoriajaneascension.com. There is also lighthousefrequency.com, which is now uh, a landing page for a waitlist, but it will be uh, the website soon as well. But if you want to just hear more about Lighthouse Frequency, there will be a free workshop soon. So just put your name on the Lighthouse Frequency landing page, and then soon you'll receive some emails about the workshop, but I'll also be sending more information about this because it does run very deep and so there will be more i want to add and then um the launch will happen in a few weeks and then we will start and it will start with an opening ceremony and end with a closing ceremony as well and so we are going to work with intention from the beginning so we are in light week in week one but we are gonna you know lighthouse frequency is one so there will be a bit of frequency work too in the beginning for the ceremony, you have to do it. <laughs> um, yes, and uh, Instagram, I'm hanging out on Instagram now. So that's Victoria Jane Ascension. So I'm doing little lessons on Ascension on Instagram. And I've been guided to do more light language as well on Instagram. So yeah, I'm really enjoying playing with Instagram a bit more now. Oh, um, I love it. I love you so much. I'm so happy to see you and I'm so glad you're here and it's a treat to have you be the very first guest of the new season. And thank you to everybody who's been watching. Really great. Um, I hope that you continue to engage in this conversation in the comments, please. And for those of you who listen later on audio, um, you can find the Buddhist Biohacker Forum in the Buddhist Biohacker Portal and all of that information is on BuddhistBiohacker.com. So there you go. And thank you, Victoria. I love you so much. Thank you. I love you too. And thank you for the space that you bring to us crazy ladies and men that really want to share uh, the new light. So thank you so much. And hopefully someone will be interviewing you soon as well. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Maybe I should do it. I'll interview you. There you go. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love you. Yeah. And um, have a great day, everybody.